Welcome back, my friend. This is Dustin Nemos of the Nemos News Network, where we continue to break the cycle of fake news. Now, federal executions have resumed after 17 years of none. We're also going to talk about President Trump's most recent moves against China for what they've done to Hong Kong and in Hong Kong, and more, including some interesting good news, like Ghislaine Maxwell got bailed and eyed. All of this and more after the short word from our Patriot sponsors. Here we go. Everyone knows vitamin C is essential. Researchers found store-bought potatoes lost over half their vitamin C value since 1951. That means you have to eat twice as many potatoes to block damage-causing free radicals and grow and repair tissues in all parts of your body. And what's that going to do for your waist? Another option? Introducing the new liposomal vitamin C from redpillliving.com. It tastes like pure liquid sunshine. Take it by spoon or mix it in a smoothie or yogurt. Then, our breakthrough liposomal technology delivers the powerful serving right where you need it most. Go to redpillliving.com forward slash C and give it a try. It's FDA certified, heavy metal free, Prop 65 compliant, gluten free, and non GMO. It's redpillliving.com forward slash C. Your waistline will thank you. Nemosnewsnetwork.com Breaking the cycle of fake news. So continuing into the news, uh, this is interesting because the U.S. basically quit doing federal level executions over a decade ago. But recently under A.G. Barr, that was reinstituted and now we're starting to see the first of hopefully many. I'm not one that's normally big on the death penalty, don't get me wrong. But I do expect that there will be quite a few traitors and pedophiles that end up getting the death penalty in the next uh, couple of years at least definitely term two so the federal uh, death penalty was applied to a guy named daniel lee not the crazy youtuber that uh, is off his rocker but a different daniel lee i don't know what the tattoo on his neck means that's not a symbol i'm familiar with but there's also a th i believe a few uh, sexual predators and murderers uh, on the list recently that are coming up behind him. So there's already a queue, so to speak, on the year 17. Not that that's a real coincidence, but, you know, I'm starting to see 17 in queue everywhere now. I don't know about you guys. So we also have George Soros donating $220 million to radical BLM groups, including movement to, quote, end policing as we know it, end quote. Now, he has two, um, probably two sources here, without looking at all the financial records and, and tracking down every single dollar, I can tell you he's definitely funding the DNC. As we already know, Black Lives Matter is diverting all of its real funding and fundraising through Act Blue into the DNC uh, fundraising coffers, especially Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. So essentially, they are cheating the federal election law when it comes to fundraising and they're going through this charity that doesn't really qualify as a nonprofit, and they are using it to fund candidates that otherwise were basically bankrupt i mean the dnc itself was essentially bankrupt it couldn't keep up with trump now suddenly they're out funding him where did that come from and remember joe biden couldn't fill up a gym when he comes out of his basement you know 
if they let him out of his basement, they probably should. He needs sunlight. <laughs> you know, he may get uh, COVID for sure. But um, anyway, so, you know, his memory is just going so badly, it, it might at least help him there. And the other part of this is to fund the actual hate on the streets in the form of bail, in the form of legal representation. Um, you know, he's already laid the ground here, but he's already done the, the work of funding these radical activist DA attorneys. So people like Kim Gardner are already in there in place. And these DAs are going to let these um, these radical Antifa rioters and looters and arsonists in some cases are now being, or at least alleged, are now being let off without charges. They're just just dropping the charges, dismissing the charges. The judge isn't pulling an Emmett Sullivan like they did with General Flynn and, and appointing his own prosecutor. He's just going with it because that's what judges are supposed to do in that case. But essentially, you're seeing the rise of the activist DA. I don't, I don't know how to deal with that issue other than to vote them out because you know these people can ruin lives. That's why I've always warned people to get the hell out of Democrat areas because, yeah, you know, look at what let's go, what's happening to the couple who they defended their home with their assault rifle, whatever they call it. Um, I think it's a AR-15. I don't know what the weapon was. Anyway, the left always calls it an assault rifle, right? Even if it's not an assault rifle. I mean, that's not actually a term for everybody who's listening. That's actually a made-up term. A real assault rifle is a military weapon. The, the left calls the metal-looking or the metal um, rifles, like AR-15s, if they're in the metal stock or whatever it is. I'm not a gun expert. They call those uh, assault weapons just because they're metal. You know, anything that's not old wooden style. Um, anyway, so that what happened to that couple was they defended their home. They waved their guns around. There was no violence because probably that they waved their guns around. These people had already broken into their property and broken down a metal fence. I mean, that took violence to do. And that was destruction of property. They should have been shot for that, maybe. But um, local DA decided to raid their home and take their guns. Okay, so now they're defenseless. Uh, fortunately, a local gun store donated them a free AR-15, I think. So they're, they're not defenseless. But now they're under attack for defending their own home. And that's the price that you pay for being in a Democrat area if you come under their focus. And it's really scary. And I don't, you know, there's no good advice except get the hell out of there, you know, if at all possible. I know it's not always possible. But we know George Soros donating this kind of money, and he's donated billions of dollars to these various campaigns and nonprofits and NGOs. And essentially, he's trying to fund a worldwide revolutionary takeover at a multinational level. This isn't just America. He's practiced at this. His color revolutions throughout the world. Look that up. Now, Democrats are, of course, jumping up with the fake news to the defense of Dr. Fauci. The White House recently, kind of low-key at first, but it's blown up already, put out a list of his mistakes. And uh, they've recently distanced Fauci from Dr. I mean, from uh, President Trump and from as many appearances as he'd be probably liking to do, he's enjoying the spotlight, I think. But he's out there spreading fear, and President Trump is starting to just scale him down, essentially. He's not trusted. He's proven himself 
a liar, if not filled with mistakes, you know, best case scenario, that's what the public may think, it's mistakes, but we know he's lying, essentially, and he has an agenda. And I think that's provable. But President Trump needed to let us all experience what they were trying to do to the country and the world to wake us up and kind of shock us awake before the elections. So this is it, folks. And, um, you know, if they win, it's going to be mandatory vaccines with chips and masks and, you know, weekly testing and, and just insane, insane restrictions on our freedoms. It won't be the same country anymore. It'll be a socialist country. And Dr. Fauci, of course, being defended by the largely socialist and communist fake news. And, um, of course, the Democrats, which as a party have essentially gone radical far left as their platform. I mean, that is what they're running on now. Um, Biden has pretty much embraced it. And most of their you know, most of their leading thinkers are, you know, AOC types. Now, continuing on from this as well, we have President Trump signing a sanctions bill ending preferential treatment for Hong Kong. They had a special exemption because of the independence that they had as a sort of a semi-nation state. Uh, they were exempt from China's typical corrupt um, communist dictatorship. They had their own sort of freedoms. And that's why they became one of the wealthiest nations in the world. It's still one of the most expensive places in the world to live, if not the top. But um, that kind of freedom, and that's really a great example of what a largely ungoverned society can rise to. And, and that's kind of just like America. We, we had almost no government at all, and we became the most powerful nation in the world very quickly. But uh, unfortunately, that level of consolidated wealth and prosperity eventually tempted the Chinese dragon, the communist Chinese dragon too much, and they wanted to take it back over, especially now with the the dishonor and the shame on their, the, the whole face concept with China, where their people are protesting in the streets about their corruption and you know, President Trump and others are spotlighting it in the international media. So that's a really important concept. And they, they wanted to get even with him. And you should have seen that the Chinese media, when all of the Antifa started rioting in the streets with, with BLM, um, which was essentially a, a manufactured protest, but whereas with Hong Kong, it was genuine. But they started to really just say things like, haha, look at you now, America. You shouldn't have talked smack about us in our protests. And, and I'm kind of just paraphrasing, but that's essentially what they were saying. And they, and they talked a lot of um, they talked a lot of smack about us in their papers because of that. And it's not really the same. It's comparing apples to oranges, of course. But I guess it sells papers. So this uh, preferential treatment for Hong Kong, which helped make it one of the wealthiest cities in the world, is over. Now, this was interesting because Chuck Woolery, you know, he's a blue, blue check on Twitter. Sometimes he drops some truth. I don't have a problem with him. Now, he says the most outrageous lies are the ones about COVID-19. Everyone is lying. The CDC, media Democrats, our doctors, not all but most that we are told to trust. I think it's all about the election and keeping the economy from coming back, which is about the election. I'm sick of it. Now, this got... 100,000 likes so far, despite the censorship. 
36,000 retweets and comments. And of course they put the worst ones at the top. That's how the algorithm works now. But what, what's really interesting is President Trump retweeted this too. And he's essentially agreeing here that the CDC and the media and the Democrats and many of the doctors are sort of allied together and lying. And I think this is very important to understand because President Trump is kind of low-key telling you exactly what's happening here. Now, he won't go and say, yes, the CDC is lying when asked that because it's a confrontation he doesn't want to take right now. It's not the way his strategy wants to go necessarily. Um, but he's telling us the truth anyway. He's always been there telling us the truth all the way back as as far as you know, 9-11 or, or vaccine truth. I mean, it's, it's always been President Trump there as sort of the low-key truther, um, and he has a history of it. Now, I want to take a moment to plug one of our sponsors, and that is shopmagazon.com. You're seeing a lot of things happen with uh, companies like Wayfair, where they're selling $10,000 pillows named after missing children. And who knows, who knows what that's all about. I, I saw some videos from my team earlier showing me book bags on Amazon that had children um, hit, hidden inside the book bags or, or magazines of children that looked like they were afraid. And it almost looked as though it was intentional and it was only in certain book bag uh, options. So there's, there's weird things on a lot of these different websites. Who knows what it's all about? Many of them are certainly fronts for child trafficking, and I want to tell you about one that is not, okay? Etsy may fund terrorists, and Etsy may uh, bail Antifa out of jail. Magazon doesn't do that. Magazon supports freedom of speech. Um, Amazon and Wayfair may or may not, it's alleged, it's not proven yet, they may host pedophiles that are using their services to launder uh, child porn and, and child trafficking money. Magazon does not. Magazon is a marketplace of patriots that support patriots with their online shopping, and it's growing every single day. We, in fact, cannot keep up with how many new products are being added all the time. So I want to really take a moment to plug this. Uh, in fact, I'm going to actually go to one specific product on the marketplace because there's so many, uh, thousands of products now in just a few months. I want to talk about the QBook, and it's really the best time ever to talk about the QBook because it's it's resurging. First of all, it's buying, uh, it's selling out pretty quickly, uh, and it's been taking a dip since it first came out. And obviously, it was brand new, and then it takes a dip. That's normal, but it's having a second life because the Q topic is growing so fast right now. So this is a piece of history. It is the best-selling book on Q, and you can find it not only at thebookofqanon.com slash nemos, but you can find it also as one of the top items on shopmagazon.com slash nemos. And uh, if you ever get confused about the links, just go to nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors. So we've got um, a couple of options here. In fact, you, you can even get some autographed variants. So it's definitely, um, you know, it's definitely a piece of history, and if you want to pass it out to people at crowds and, and Trump events and Q events, you can actually buy them at a deep, deep discount in quantities of 10 or more. And that's something that's also fun, because I know a lot of people are doing uh, Q events, they're, they're having local meetups, they're going to Trump rallies and passing out truth merch. 
this is a good way to do that. And um, buying it, you know, in bulk times 10 is, is a very affordable way. Uh, okay, so continuing on, we have three reasons that the China coronavirus incident and mortality counts reported by the CDC are likely fraudulent. We, we talked about um, President Trump resharing Chuck there saying that the CDC is lying to us. Let's talk about some of the ways that they're lying to us. And um, while we're talking about ways that we're being lied to, have you looked at the economy lately? Look how well stocks are doing. And yet, I think about a third of mortgages are underwater right now. Okay, people are going into default, at least commercial. I mean, it's, it's really bad. And um, it's not exactly it's not reality. It's like reality is disconnected. We're upside down and people are, are just jumping into this sinking ship as far as I can see. Now, I know President Trump is, is talking, you know, V recovery and stuff, but this has been a long-term implosion waiting to happen. I think the only thing that they can do and what it looks like they are doing is just massive money printing. And that's going to punish everybody except those who are holding uh, gold and silver, by the way. We'll talk about that in a moment. So here's the three ways. Um, one, states are forced to include probable cases in their COVID mortality reporting. Okay, so probable is is very subjective. You know, I've heard it interpreted as much as somebody came in with a cough, they were too busy to see them, they just wrote them down as, as presumed COVID. Okay, it depends on what state. But um, we also have two Less than 1% of all COVID-19 deaths have no additional comorbidity. That means that nearly all of the COVID deaths had other symptoms along with the coronavirus. That means they were already sick pretty badly in most cases. Three, the CDC includes those who were tested and identified as having had the coronavirus with those tested and confirmed as currently having the coronavirus in their current numbers of new individuals with the coronavirus, okay? And in some states, you know, they're they're amplifying, you know, over a dozen times from each presumed case, they presume another 12 or 17 or so have it. So it's really deceptive. Um, you know, Florida uh, testing sites just got busted today, uh, over-reporting like 100%, 98% uh, positive cases when they really only had less than 10% so far still kind of an evolving story. So uh, we, we talked about um, gold a little bit, and we talked about the economy a little bit. I want to mention that um, you know gold is holding above $1,800 an ounce, and that's really high, and I think it's only going to go higher. Um, essentially what the government recently did was nationalize the Federal Reserve, the central bank, and start money printing trillions of dollars. So what that's going to do is have ripple effects on your purchasing power. Your dollars are like a bucket with water filled with holes, and the water is just draining out of the bottom of the bucket. And the water is your value. That's your purchasing power. That water is your ability to buy food and water and things. And that's what's happening to dollars. But it's not happening to gold and, and to, a, I would say, even better extent, silver, because historically... Silver is incredibly undervalued compared to gold as a ratio. And that's a whole subset within the whole uh, market of precious metals itself is the ratio between 
gold and silver. But right now, um, no, no one can afford gold anyway, unless you're particularly wealthy. Uh, silver, however, is a really good deal. And I want to talk about one of our sponsors at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors, which is Sovereign Advisors. Okay, this is uh, where I buy silver from. If I have some savings, I've got a little bit of silver set aside. I've shown you guys a couple pieces in the past. And that's my barter money in case, um, you know, shit hits the fan. And that's what I will count on to hold some purchasing power to be able to buy and barter for food and necessities and no, in, in any kind of economy. If it can be bought, I'll at least be able to get some food as long as there's still food to buy, which is not always a guarantee if the communists take over. Okay, they starve people to millions of people to death by the tens of millions in the breadbasket of Europe. Okay, so they can starve us to death here too, no matter how much silver we get. We need to be careful about that. I do want to leave you with some really um, positive things as well. Now, first, I'm going to piss you off. Unfortunately, this is just worth commenting on. Um, not only did Black Lives Matter uh, activists recently assassinate a young mother for saying that all lives matter. Um, then the organization trolls showed up to her Facebook page to troll her family and essentially just call her a racist who deserved it and insult her child, young child, and more. So um, that is the nature and character of the Black Lives Matter movement. I want to bring people back to Dr. Martin Luther King, who talked about judging a man by the content of their character instead of the color of their skin. And um, with that said, uh, I mentioned some good news. Bail denied for Ghislaine Maxwell, followed by mass layoffs, again, continuing. This is a part of a trend, and I've been commenting on this quite a bit in the last few years. But again and again, the fake news has mass layoffs, and they're about to have company-wide layoffs with potentially hundreds of fake news employees being fired. This is a wonderful day. It's a beautiful thing to see. They absolutely deserve it for this um, hate-mongering website called Vox. And remember, Vox was key to the Vox ad apocalypse, which helped to demonetize hundreds and hundreds of pro-truth and pro-independent media, pro-free speech media on places like YouTube. Uh, essentially because they were complaining and it was a big cancel culture thing. Now, I was already demonetized at that point. That's why I promote the sponsors. But it is worth mentioning that many YouTubers lost their livelihoods. Many of them were my friends, are my friends, um, after this happened. So with that said, um, I think we're at the end. I want to mention again, of course, the sponsors page and if you want to get on our newsletter, join us at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news. That way you get the updates on anything that's happening. And uh, whether YouTuber, Google, or any of these big tech companies want to censor or ban or you know not give you my update notifications or whatever it may be, you'll at least get the email. And that keeps us in touch. We also have a backup channel on BitChute if you enjoy this and find it of value. And of course, um, really appreciate everyone who not only sticks to the end of the videos, but shares the videos and helps us to continue doing this work. We would not be here without you. Thank you all. Um, 
especially those who've been with us since the beginning, um, back in when we were living in New Hampshire and I had a, a thick beard and, uh, <laughs> and Anne was wearing like a flannel shirt and I started doing this YouTube channel from my couch. It was, uh, it was crazy and it just took off and, um, kept taking off until they put a wall on it and could not grow for over a year. And that's it. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. We'll see you on the next one. Dustin Nemos out.